0: and Welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles. On this, the first day of February 2020, the 60th anniversary of the Greensboro Lunch Counter sit-in, which is particularly significant because it is the beginning of Black History Month. It is also our unofficial third anniversary show, officially unofficial. We started doing this show, uh, I think it was January 17th, 2017, so we are are still doing this. And in honor of the third anniversary of the show and the slight divide in time, which is why unofficial officially, uh, I want to uh, give a warm welcome to our original recipe of extra crispy cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. Always a pleasure to have her here. Author, performance artist, and resistrix, Erica Schickel.
1: Hey, everybody. So good. Time flies when you're having terrible politics.
0: <laughs> and there has been no shortage None. in that front. Yeah. Also joining us, comedian, actor, raconteur, juggler of words and objects and fresh off the release of his debut comedy album A Little Off the Top of My Head, ladies and gentlemen, it's Jim Coughlin. Why hello. I'm <laughs> pleased as punch to be here. Wonder, wonderful to have you here. <laughs> as punch? The the punch I presume is spiked. Yes. And as always, we are joined by comedian, scholar, and the black voice of reason, Mister Timon Ship.
2: Ah, uh, power to the people! Good to be here, back with the crew. Yes, we are here on a fine Saturday. Yes. It
0: is. It is somewhat amazing. Me, I'm Doctor David Robinson. I am your Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse, which is here uh well i you know i was gonna say uh may not necessarily be started by but will most definitely be rubber stamped by the republicans of the u.s senate definitely our apocalypse bringers for the week Mm. speaking of I, I want to give a, a little shout out, but maybe a little, uh, you know, the too soon to the Bureau of Atomic Scientists who last week moved the doomsday clock even closer to midnight. We're now yeah. like one, one minute, 45 seconds. So, yeah. um, guys, you know, it's, I, I understand, but boy, howdy, you know, would have saved you the trouble of moving it twice. If you just waited until this coming week, uh, because it's the anniversary of the show i, I do want to do some shout outs uh first of course to Will Durst, uh, who is healing up from a stroke uh, and you know yeah. uh yeah that's why we uh, haven't had the bursts oh, for a while man, um, hear that. yeah but well the healing let's focus on the good part yeah. this show uh, i i mean it's it's different without him It is. but it's it's better when he's here we we're, love we're you still, Will. yeah we're still Feel good better. but uh
2: yeah get better missing
0: those bursts yeah. of dirt. so uh heal up and thank you for everything uh over the last three years well also uh want to thank carl kozlowski uh the major domo of the uh radio former, titans yeah, yeah radio titans our former home who brought us all together uh out of the demise of a show he hosted called the cause effect mm-hmm. which i would uh guest host when he was unavailable uh and left of wrong right. which was hosted by uh jim coughlin and mm-hmm. randy harkin so big shout out to randy uh, yo, randy for, where uh, are you at yo
3: you still owe me five dollars <laughs>
0: <laughs> and of course uh we want to thank sandra Singh Lowe. Who, yeah. uh, through conversation with Carl, brought Erica into the fold, and uh, yeah, you
1: because she didn't want to do this show, <laughs> I got stuck. Thank you, Sandra. I'll be taking it out on you later tonight. Well,
0: and and that's that was the the original show, show, The Cause oh, Effect. Yeah. I think we were I think we were a little below her pay grade. She's rate, busy and important. If we can, uh, if oh, we can okay. put it. Nicely,
1: but she's starting a podcast, of course. Well, on...
0: if I may be so humble as to recommend Treasonable Studios if she's <laughs> looking for a home or an engineer, yeah. we'll talk after right. this show. So, yeah, big week in the news Brexit, Brexit. No,
1: <laughs> did something happen this week?
0: Uh, yeah, you know, uh, it's I I wonder, and I probably should have looked into this before the show, but the thought just occurred to me. How many British radio stations played the Beatles, She's Leaving Home, uh, when (laughs) announcing the news of the Brexit? Uh, Um, Britain. But uh, yeah, Uh, meanwhile, here in the USA, uh, what the fuck? i I guess we're we're going dark if the slogan of the Washington Post can be believed. Yeah uh, democracy dies in or darkness. or somebody
1: tweeted. Yesterday, Turns out democracy dies in broad daylight, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Democracy is, uh, yeah. you know, it's it's vulnerable. Want to throw a shout out someone I don't know. I have never met someone uh, named Bruce Halperin, uh, who is on the Twitter at Bruce Halperin, uh, who made a made a significant edit to the Wikipedia page for oh, the United yeah. States Senate. Which, Which reads, the United States Senate was formerly the upper chamber of the United States Congress, which along with the United States House of Representatives, the lower chamber, comprised the legislature of the United States. It died on January 31st, 2020, when senators from the Republican Party refused to stand up to a corrupt autocrat calling himself the president of the United States, refusing to hear testimony that said individual blackmailed Ukraine in order to cheat in the 2020 presidential election. So uh, props to you, Bruce Halpern. Very nice. Yeah, very good. Well done. Nicely done. Well written.
1: They took it right down.
0: Oh, man. Uh, it's It's unbelievable. And, you know, I feel like you know, because we've got three more days to wrap up the trial, Um so it, it feels yeah. like we're getting the epilogue. Like this Friday yeah. was the climax. That was
1: it. Today is our first post-democratic day.
0: Yeah, in America. Yep, first first it, day. It feels of, much
1: like yesterday and all the days before, but boy, we're gonna subtle, see. It's subtle
0: and it it sneaks in.
1: Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna notice the changes before too long. I think.
3: You know, I, I will say that the checkpoint to get to this part of the city was it was easy to get through. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just had to show some ID and yeah. uh, pay a small small bribe. Well, you know they, what that yeah.
0: is that that's white privilege. Yeah,
3: that's true. <laughs>
0: that's true. There was some time p- in here got dragged along. <laughs> you know,
1: in all seriousness, though, you know, ICE was reported in Highland Park yesterday. Get the fuck uh, out of yeah, here! Yeah, they were doing raids. They were out front, see people's houses. And
0: I, you know, I don't want to go, you know, with. Goofy, you know, borderline racist stereotypes, but I've worked in enough restaurants over the years to know, you know, some of them are true. And one of the greatest things about LA, I moved here from Chicago almost 20 years ago. I guess 20 years ago this month, pretty much. Um, I, I worked at a hot dog place uh one summer, and like most hot dog places in Chicago and especially the suburbs, you got white people working the counter. And Mexicans work in the line mm-hmm. and you know, and they were great guys, you know, talked to a couple of them, you know their English was good enough. I make no claim at Spanish being good enough for conversation, but the, we would we had some interesting conversations. One of the guys uh, was actually a licensed veterinarian
3: mm-hmm.
0: in Mexico and brought his family you know to America because he didn't you know pass the medical tests in the states. He couldn't work as a veterinarian, so he was working at a hot dog place and you know he said the money he was making was good. Um you know, comparatively, but it's kind of one of those things. What I love about, you know, living in LA is you go to any Mexican restaurant and you're eating authentic Mexican food made by Mexicans. And pretty much you go to any sushi place and you are eating authentic sushi made by Mexicans. Uh and with that in mind, my my modest proposal, one of many which I will probably come up with on the fly during this episode, is that ice agents have to be in the market. They have to be from the market where they are busting people uh. because Basically, what they are doing is depriving Los Angeles when, when they go to Highland Park, when they go to other neighborhoods. You're depriving us of, like, all the best cooks in the city who aren't Jewish grandmothers living on the Wilshire Corridor. And I'm biased, so.
2: Well, I think that you... um When people... I, one of my golfing buddies always says to me, Hey, you know, um why are they coming over here? You know, you got those guys coming over here, crossing over. And I always say, Don, if you just... Just punch You got a cell phone? Yeah, just uh, punch in, in your Google, uh, Central America and the United States, and watch them give you the history from 1855 to the present, and they will tell you why they're coming here. They come here because we fucked their country. Mm-hmm. They can't, they don't really want to come here. Do you think a guy wants to travel through a fucking river? I want to be able to, he wants to be able to achieve whatever he wants right in his own country. Yeah, you know they don't really they don't, no one's trying to cross a river and pay money and get screwed over and, and die in some hot ass truck they don't mm-hmm. want to do that they want to stay in their own country and live like Americans do but you can't do that when America's over there controlling everything that's why you get that damn banana for 50 cents that's why they control it That's it's, it's yeah. common sense dude yeah that's why it's called Los Angeles damn it <laughs> Kawanga. All you know, these,
0: all these Spanish names. I just wish these people would come here and learn to speak the language. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was, I was talking to a, a guy yesterday. I was, I was working on a TV show and speaking to this older gentleman. I think he said he was sixty-two, born and bred, lived in LA his whole life, and he started of of all people, <laughs> he started going off on the Armenians, uh, oh, yeah. and and talking about it and you know ultimately and you know i'm not armenian i i live in their neighborhood uh i enjoy all the salvadoran restaurants that uh are here but he he started going off you know well you know it didn't used to be like this and all these people came in you know, and i yeah you know, i let him go for a little while and i said well you know since i'm a transplant also i really i should stay out of this conversation because what am i bringing to the city really what, you know, I'm here, right here with you doing the same Quality thing as you. Quality
1: podcasting. Well, absolutely.
0: Yeah. You know, just, I, you, you I, don't, I don't believe that I have nothing, but, you know, yeah. what can you assume about me that you can't? you know just blindly assume about any armenians in glendale aside from the fact that i have two distinct eyebrows and don't refer to everyone as bro
1: i'm a little um, uncomfortable with everything that's <laughs> going on here between the talk about the mexicans and the armenians no, I know.
0: Let's... but but that's the thing well i you are 100 <laughs> percent right a little <laughs> a little well, bit yeah we're not going here. there we're not going right wing talk radio yeah <laughs> it's, it it's not no. that but the the greater point being that everyone wants to blame the the external and it's like guys you know but that's we, been the american
2: gotta, way dave for oh so absolutely years and it has not I, changed absolutely
0: you know we've talked yeah. about it on the show before that you know you take some of the not necessarily worst texts of the 20th century but you know things that documented whether through fiction or truth, uh, or even biography, some of the worst things that happened, uh, like Mein Kampf, like George Orwell's Animal Farm. And it seems like the Trump administration has taken all of these, but instead of using them as cautionary tales, they're using them as a guidebook.
3: Well, I don't, it's hard to, for me. I think they're independently stumbling upon these things because. They don't do books, yeah. Right, it's so, good point. It's not like Trump was like, I read that. Mine no, but come. he does
0: hire they the best just, people. He's, they are yeah. all
1: operating purely out of id. You know, I mean, there's actually there's nobody's really thinking anything through, and there's no consistency in Washington in the in his cabinet or his administration for you know real plans to be executed i mean it's really very haphazard and in a way that sort of works for us you know because they are so fucking stupid and it it, the problem i think right now that we're facing is the is not one of like stupidity versus intelligence but just sort of you know organized id you know selfishness greed you know the republicans have shown themselves i mean for years now but most particularly in this past week to have no conscience whatsoever and Mm -hmm. i think that that makes them powerful you know in a way that democrats cannot be because we have conscience we understand the difference between right and wrong and so on and so forth and And it and it and it hobbles us a little bit you're speaking
2: of morals and, and 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 values i mean because we you know we we, we talk about the Constitution, we talk about what the, our country stands for, and then all of a sudden, but you, you hired, you, you, you voted for a president who is a reality TV show who does, who does none of that. He yeah. is, they, he's told, what, 16,000 lies? I think it's closer to 20, actually. 20,000? 20, I think we're li- yeah. over 25 at this yeah, point, 25, honestly. 25,000 lies. Think and, of and it. it. I mean, you, you, he he doesn't know about anything. Mm-mm. He gets rid of all the all the smart people. Mm-hmm. I mean, every guy. Well, because the smart people
0: it. tell him no.
2: Right. Well, and they and and as who was it? Some was it Tillerson that told him?
1: Yes. That, that if you that he was if, a dumb shit. A uh,
2: well, fucking, no, no, no. Moron. Who fucking told, moron. Who yeah. told him that if you get nothing but yes men around you, you're going to get impeached? Probably Roy Cohn. <laughs> no,
1: uh, it might have been Tillerson. I, I think
2: it was either Masterson. Or, or someone, they said, if he has nothing but yes men, you are going to get impeached. His own people told him that, and yeah. that guy got rid of. And mind <laughs> you, you can't find, did you see what happened to the NPR reporter? Yeah. I yeah. mean, how is Pompeo going to, he pulled her to the side, takes her in, and tells her, and which I love this, because I listen to Mary Louise Kelly all the time. <sighs> and she said, he pointed to the map, and you tell me we're such and such. we Ukraine. Ukraine. Ukrainians. And she went, pink yeah <laughs> point like, yeah motherfucker what you think i'm stupid like no. i want to you know, know why yeah.
1: does he have blank maps lying around too
0: like that's impromptu well, social studies yeah. classes well
3: you <laughs> know uh, can i can i just tell a quick little thing uh-huh. um i actually took a bunch of maps to remove the names and quizzed my my uh
0: co-workers
3: yeah and uh, you must be
0: really popular at the office yeah
3: <laughs> well you know i had a little <laughs> trivia thing going on there for a while that's right no. and uh and I've already told this maybe even on this story or on this podcast. Uh, I had a a guy who I no longer talk to who's a fucking racist garbage and uh, he was the quickest at labeling all 50 states. Did Mm. it right away 100% accurate. Then I gave him my North America map which only has four countries. Yeah, Greenland throws a lot of people off. It's got Greenland, Canada, the US and he wrote where Mexico is. I think he wrote Latin America. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that Corey. That's uh, that's not the name of a country. Yeah, um, that's how fucking dumb these guys are. I mean, in this case, you know, it, it, you're talking to a reporter. Okay, they work
0: for the, uh, NPR. Uh, the NPR.
3: She has a master's in in uh, European, European studies. studies. Yeah, I mean, she's really pretty much show. worked
0: exclusively in war zones.
3: How yeah. how does he think that that's going to throw her off? How dumb does she think she is? He think and she
1: then is? he accused her of, like, pointing to, to Bangladesh, Bom- Bangladesh right. which is on an entirely different... Co- I mean, the whole thing is so batshit crazy. Right. And, you know, this guy, Pompeo, I mean, first oh, of wait. all, he's a rage monster. Right. And he can't be wrong. I mean, none of these guys can be wrong. And when they're wrong all the time... They, well, they
2: go well, into the well, personal attacks when they're wrong. When the and book that, comes out... When, the, when Bolton's book. Yes, right. When Bolton's book comes out, he's named in a lot of this stuff. See, Bolton didn't mind as long as, you know, he, and he told Trump, you know what? I can't be part of the drug deal, okay? When he found out what this guy was doing, he's like, what the president was doing, he's like, no, dude, I'm not playing that game, okay? I got, and, and mind you, all the people, Mira, uh, uh, what's her name, Mira Ivanovich.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, uh, Maria Ivanovic. she She just retired. Yeah, well-
2: 30 years he, at the State Department. But that's, you know, it was Bolton who told her to go to Eisenberg and told them what to say. Bolton told them, yes, go get the attorney and tell them what you know. Okay, so you know it's going to come out. You know that she's going, I mean, that, that woman was sharp. Do you understand? Oh, she she know, still is. One thing about it, they have not known, and I don't know if people have paid attention to it, there have been so many sharp, women who have been i mean these girls are on their game you can't talk shit you can't say they i mean i don't care whether they were the reporters from cnn or or, or the ambassador these women highly educated yeah highly intelligent and hey can you want to go we can go they can they, they know their shit and when you sat her up there what's the other girl's name cooper was that cooper or jones
1: uh, I don't know um, uh, that was did.
2: on the, that that they also had to uh, that they interviewed
0: the from uh, Vice President uh, Pence's
2: yeah another sharp one these women laid it his out his Russia advisor yeah and and hey they know their shit. Dude, you're gonna get busted. Yeah, and I. But want, they can't and,
1: get elected, and uh, and they can't, and they're too hysterical to be and, in office. You know, if things right.
0: go a little too far, uh, as they most likely will. They won't be able to vote or own property. So
1: yes, exactly. Era right. still not ratified. Whatever. Although Virginia, you know, ratified yep, it, but you know, it's, a, it's and, too late. <laughs> yeah.
0: But so I, I think that leads us to. Uh, the, the next topic, which, you know, is part of this that comes out of this, is what do we do? You know, yeah. what, obviously, you know, we, you you get the word out, you, you know, you canvas, you, you do everything, yep. you, you encourage people voters. to vote, you know, you try yeah. and talk sense into people. Now here's where that can potentially be a problem in and i say this as you know someone who has pretty much voted for them you know my entire mm-hmm. adult life or at least from 18 to present the democratic national committee uh Ugh. really needs to get out of their own way yeah. uh, um which, so this week two of the big stories about the DNC is that they are changing the debate rules or trying to change the debate rules to let Mike Bloomberg on to the stage because he's richer than God. The other big story about what the DNC is trying to do is they are trying to change the convention rules to block Bernie Sanders again. Yeah. And anyone who has listened to this show knows that I, you know, we're not Bernie haters. We are just not fans of his fans. I hate him. but Fair enough. I, <clears throat> sorry. I'm, but, but, I'm, if, but if... All right, wait. I'm obviously coming here's around. I'll vote
1: for him if he's the there candidate. If he's the that's, nominee, I'll vote for that's him. That's
0: the key, is that the people who don't... The Democrats and liberals who don't like Bernie Sanders, all say as far as the ones i've spoken to if he gets the nomination we will vote for him will not do the same exactly and they fucked it up in 2016 (laughs) and i i virtually guarantee that if bernie doesn't get the nomination they're gonna do it again this year well right but I'm,
3: I'm, i'm i'm less bothered by that now realizing that that huge chunk of people that are sanders supporters they're just dead weight otherwise. In other words, he's pulling them in. They're not it's not like they're democrats who have decided he's the only one for them. Right. These are independents and people who to me i don't even understand how somebody's an independent i mean i have friends obviously maybe you know
0: well i i am i am yeah. registered uh without party affiliation but i did change my registration so i can vote in
2: the primaries Right,
0: because in california yeah. you need to do that well most yeah. independents that i've
2: found like or this, get a uh, crossover back. Uh, a friend right. of mine uh he doing all of this he's been going off on you know talking about hillary and saying things toward the democrats and and I said, dude, you sound like a Republican. Oh, no, no I'm not a Republican. Mm-hmm. I'm independent. Well, but you've never, you haven't said anything that's positive toward the Democrats. You've, right. only, they're, you've they're, only said things about, you, you've, you've been promoting a Republican type of thing. Yeah, you know, I think
0: so. there are a lot of people, you know, that whether they're Democrats or just identify as such, shout out to Rachel Dolezal there, there are a lot of people that do not understand the difference between self-evaluation and self-immolation. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, we, we should be introspective. We should, you know, consider what our values are and what the values of the party (laughs) are Mm -hmm. and how do we make those come together but they will criticize and you know this whole i mean people are blaming the kids for this whole cancel culture thing it's you know it's big now they they really embraced it but it's it's nothing new you know yeah. i i mean how how many years have have parents been telling their children for various reasons you're dead to me i have no son you know or any variation on that
1: well and i actually and don't it's, think it's that's the same what, thing i think it's a, you know, a, a you know.
0: lot of it is though because because what it does i think you know the problem with cancel culture in general, is that it denies the humanity of the subject and reduces them to their greatest flaw. Yeah. And and because of that, I am going to ignore everything about you. Right, right. You are your worst, worst aspect. Have you- and, you know, you go around looking at human beings like that. Uh, it's not yeah. really a, a long path to, well, you know, they're not really humans. Hey, why don't we just round them up and put well, them in Well, I mean,
1: the, you know, well, the problem you know, is that ovens, like differing opinions at this point. I mean, we've always had differing opinions. We've always had the ability to say, you know what, I don't like that, so fuck that thing. I'm never buying it. I'm never reading another book of theirs. I'm never going to, you know. Right. But now that we have these amplifying platforms where zillions of people can all get on the bandwagon with one thing or another, you know, it's it's turned it toxic. Um, You know, have you guys been following the American Dirt thing Mm -hmm. this last couple of weeks? Yep. Which, uh, you know, I haven't read the book, um, but I've followed the controversy around it. And, um, you know, and I'm not going to come down on one side or the other about the book, but it's just the amplification of this and then you have like Oprah getting on board with it and, you know, people are shouting it out without reading the book and, you know, it gets so bungled up so fast. You well, know? I think they,
0: they raised a good point about it on, uh, on Bill Maher last night where the, the idea is that people are getting all pissed off at this woman mm-hmm. and there are some people who are getting a little closer to what's right and getting mad at the publisher but ultimately, it's you know it is the fault of the publishing industry, yeah, you know that they were making the point that you know it's it's not well, that this woman is unqualified to tell the story it's it's that the publishers didn't like, and the industry isn't designed to find minority oh, writers. Yeah who know their shit.
1: Well, the the thing that also it points out is the way publishing works, which is what happens is they will take a manuscript, an unpublished manuscript, and they will anoint it
2: mm-hmm. as
1: the big book of the year. And they throw all their marketing and all, they gave her a, a seven-figure advance for that book. I mean, it's just like a little novel, you know? It's not. Right. Seven figures. And as, a, as an author, <laughs> you know, I read that, and I go, you know, that's why i'm gonna get paid you know 10 grand for my manuscript <laughs> because all this money went over to right. you know and that's really the problem that's being revealed that people aren't talking about enough you know it's not a it's not a race issue so much as it's just an imbalance issue in the publishing industry and what gets amplified
0: and what doesn't well the it's it's basically the entertainment industry equivalent of redlining yeah and it, it goes all the way down and you know, the, the things that I mentioned uh, about the DNC with trying to change the rules to benefit mm-hmm. Bloomberg and get that money in or trying to Which change I the convention rules to, to block Bernie. Hideous. The the problem that I'm seeing is is that they, you know, it's it's institutional and they aren't they're they're just it's lazy. Yeah. I, I used to work for a radio station. It was one of the if not the greatest job that I ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. There were, I would say, problems at the top because the owners had never been involved in media before, but they were basically trying to do Moneyball with the radio station. They they had these amazing program directors who right. knew music inside and out. They hired the top sales guy from the number one station in town. Mm-hmm. Figuring this guy, you know, could sell the proverbial ice to an Eskimo and he didn't understand the format. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to change, you know, he, he had a shouting match with the, with the program directors. Why don't you guys play music that everybody knows? And it's like that. Did you, did you ask about the format when you signed your contract? Because the format does not change to make your job of selling easier. And I think this is what's going on with the DNC to a certain degree is they already have their narrative. And so they want to shape the events to follow a path that's going to fit their narrative and their narrative doesn't include Bernie Sanders. Now, unfortunately for the dnc a lot of people who are registered as democrats or identify as democrats or who would be really good for the democrats to suck up to just in terms of numbers they like bernie so what the dnc should do one of two things either all right you guys want bernie well you know let's just see how this plays or they do you know you were talking about um, when you said, yeah, I'm only going to get 10,000. What I was expecting, because I don't know that much about publishing, I thought it was going to be a lot more like the music industry where say like random house signs, someone gives them, you know, a gazillion dollars. And then everybody else tries to find something similar. Like Pearl jam blows up. Oh, let's find uh, uh, a yeah. creed creed will work. Sure. Well,
1: it totally works that way in publishing too. everybody's will be like, let's get another one of those going.
0: Right. And, and-, and
1: that is the death of art. I mean, it's just, is
0: not what we're here to do but uh Uh, yeah it totally is so on on the topic of messaging because that's what the dnc has sucked at immensely and really needs to improve and even if you're looking at bernie i was i was doing a little i don't usually watch stuff on youtube except music videos because so much of it is you know just idiotic crap made by people with agendas and no budget so you know if it had a higher budget it was watchable i might Mm -hmm. i might tune in but uh, i was trying to look for a rachel maddow segment and there was a bernie sanders ad Mm -hmm. and the ad opens up and bernie's walking you know it's like a sort of pastoral farm situation in the background he's walking and it opens up he says hi i got a small favor to ask of you and it's like with everything that's going on with the Ukraine call and the quid pro quo. Yeah. I mean, Can you do we, me are, a favor, we all though? writers here, <laughs> yeah. you know, we know the importance of word choice. Yeah. And with all the quid pro quo bullshit going on, Bernie, really? I got a small favor to ask of you. It's, it's
1: He's so tone deaf. He really is. I mean, well, he's, But it's
0: not just him apparently like cuz if this thing is being made by, you know, it's his people also, the yeah. ones around him. And it's yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, so
3: can I can I get back to the DNC rule change on the oh, debate? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. So they changed the rules uh, they they want to change the rules on on the uh grassroots support because Bloomberg is not doing no grassroots cuz he's not taking money. Right. Right. Okay, but to get into the debate, he still has to meet this polling numbers, mm-hmm. and I think actually the polling numbers are the most important. I mean, the grassroots is will show you if you can inspire people to give you money. That's that is an important indicator. Mm-hmm. But once you get to a certain point, it's about it's about your polling because, in my view, mm-hmm. uh, Bernie Sanders had a grassroots support for sure. That was intense. People love him and give him a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, at individuals who don't normally give it, money. It's etc. like
0: Grandpa in reverse.
1: Yeah.
3: Hillary <laughs> um, was generally popular with the general population. She also has high negatives, but she, in general, was known to people, and they were like, yeah, that's who I would vote for. Yeah, They weren't necessarily going to open their pocketbooks because she spoke to them deeply in some way, but you know, they were going to vote for her. And that's why, ultimately... His grassroots support didn't matter when it came to the actual votes in the primaries, mm-hmm. and I think now, do I think Bloomberg is an inspiring candidate? No, I think he's going to suck, and I think he's going to fall off. But it I, is
0: pretty funny to hear him try and speak Spanish, though. Oh, I have not heard that. Yeah, when he was mayor of New York. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, he would do the press conferences, you know, warning people of giant, you know, snowstorms and stuff. And
3: yeah. did he speak Josh?
0: Uh I do not believe so.
3: <laughs> you know, so so. In, in any case, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and um, Joe Biden will be in these debates. I, I don't know. I don't imagine Bloomberg is an inspiring speaker, but maybe he is. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, he doesn't necessarily deserve to be in there, but he may
0: actually... See, he is the one of the big differences between uh, him and Trump. He is a successful businessman. Right. So, you know, he has that going for him. Right.
1: Um, I mean, if we're going to have a billionaire president or or presidential candidate, I'd rather it be Tom Steyer,
0: frankly. Have you done the Washington Post? Because he's walking the walk,
1: you know? He's been at it for eight years or so, you know? He's got the strong environmental platform, all of that, you know? And he's not, he's about
0: something. When I was talking about the whole cancel culture thing before, Mm There are people attacking Steyer on his record before he, you know, his his environmental record and everything when he was a straight-up businessman before he became a billionaire. Before he kind of became woke, as the kids Mm -hmm. say, and realized like, oh, I'm fucking up the world. And there are people, you know, we talked about this uh, months ago on on this show. Is the idea of you can't look at someone the worst thing they've done; look at what they've done to redeem themselves. And yeah. there are people who are trying to attack. Steyer. I the thing that because I backing up. I I started asking uh, and stopped because I was interrupting you. But did you see the uh, the Washington Post uh, policy quiz? Sort of where they they had asked the candidates, and so then you fill in the blanks, twenty questions, mm. and it tells you who you are most aligned with.
1: Yeah, that was the New York Times. But yes. It was this morning. Yeah, I did. I took oh, well, the, it. And I'm like, well, I, I, came Post, down, yeah, yeah. I came down. I came down. I'm I'm good for Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren.
0: See, Bernie was like near the bottom of my stack. Warren and Steyer were near the top yeah. for me. Yeah, they same, same they here, were tied. Yeah. And I, I really like Tom Steyer, but I think as someone who doesn't have the political experience, that's a big negative because – you know, I hate saying you got to play insider politics, but you have to know how the system truly works, yeah. and not how it should work. And on on the topic of Steyer, um, because Jim, you were talking about the polling, and Steyer got into the last debate basically because he dropped a shitload of coin on advertising, and I think it was Nevada and South Carolina, which put him where he needed to be in the polls. Yeah, to get there, so. I mean, and, considering that,
3: and and his technique for for grassroots funding is to run these ads, which basically say, uh, "Send me a dollar for this bumper sticker," and then that counts. And the right. bumper sticker won't even say Tom Steyer, or at least that's not the main thing. It'll be like, you know, America, impeach Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, so, but um, right now, Bloomberg's at at least the New York Times saying the national polling average is 8%. Yeah. Um, you know, he is doing better than most of the candidates, even, even, uh, Buttigieg. But, uh,
1: oh my God, Buttigieg
0: is yeah. the heard in the punch bowl right now don't you
1: think <laughs> i mean he's really
0: i i honestly i think he's doing this to get the national profile i think so he's that he smart, can run again smart, and, realistic yeah. enough to know that mayor of south bend oh, is not so enough experience though
1: i mean i just I you're, can't, you're not buying it not for a minute i mean his whole life you know what? We need to really have a heartland candidate, you know, like he's a man of the people. And like, you know, no he he's just as elite as anybody else. Uh-huh. Not that I'm against the elites. And I just this brings me to another subject I just want to touch on, which is, what is like the- I want to see the pendulum swing hard back towards like fucking
2: Elites in power.
1: Wait, you when know, when you say elite, when you say Smart, elite, educated.
2: I mean, so I mean, is there is there something wrong with with people who? are educated or they say no no, no, no people, not at all are they saying that people that by calling them that name they're looking down upon oh yeah expertise po- yes, is, it's a bad, is a liability it's a now word.
1: yeah but you know it's like he is mr rhodes scholar yaddy yaddy going as like man of the people down home midwestern man of the people and it's disingenuous i don't I don't fault him for being an elite. I fault him for being disingenuous. Well, because I, I think
2: well, he's, because he's he, remember, he is mayor uh, over a, uh, South Bend, with South Bend, yeah, Indiana? Yeah, no, South Bend. A, a the city Notre smaller Dame
1: than the city of Santa Monica.
2: Right, and yeah. with a predominantly black neighborhood.
1: Yeah, <laughs> who and they don't like him. They're
2: not fans. They're not fans. They're yeah.
1: not
3: fans. He's, he just seems like a man, a manipulative. The way he's speaking, yeah. I don't necessarily buy it. But I was impressed by some of his, uh, how smart he is. Um, Oh, no, Uh, he's uh, got the bona fides.
0: uh, You know, he should, you know, run for statewide office or even, you know, representative or senator. that's,
1: That's what makes me just really rubs my fur in the wrong direction is like these... Fucking entitled white men who think they get to just jump the line because hey, I believe in me. I think I'm great, watch and it, I've either got it, the money this or is, I've got get you. the you know, you Mayor Pete. Fuck you. Go run Whoa. for a, a higher office before you run for the highest office.
3: Well, right. I, I mean, I, I, have I, have I have say never, I hats off she, to him for getting as far she she felt as he's gotten that Way about it, <laughs> but it is yeah, disappointing. It's disappointing that. He's doing better than uh, Cory Booker and Kamala Harris. Yeah, you know that's very and and and, and several others
0: as well. Absolutely. So Uh, I hate it. So one of my thoughts on this is that the DNC needs to realize who they're going after, and it's you know you're not going to get you know that thirty percent or whatever that fucking loves Trump, but the way you get through to them is you you speak their language and I'm not saying broken English. Uh I I'm, I'm saying you talk to the to the issues when I'm not even going to say if because there is not going to be a surprise ending where most of the republicans were saying they didn't need witnesses because they knew he had committed the crimes because they were going to vote to impeach and and remove all along. Oh, thank God it it ain't happening. So when the republicans truly destroy democracy later this week yes we need to frame this as this is a rich guy who talks a mean game but like every other rich, powerful person who you hate in your personal life, who's holding you down—from from the guy at the bank who won't give you a loan to your boss at the shitty job that was the only thing you could get after your you know years long of service somewhere threw you out—this is another rich, powerful guy who is gaming the system for his advantage to fuck. You. But this yeah, is exactly what he's doing. Look at you know that they, they think you know he says oh I've done so many great things it's, and they don't ask for details they just believe him. So you got to ask these people like what what has he actually done for you? What what do you get out of it? Is is Mexico paying for the wall? No. The the military is paying for the wall. That money is coming out of army bases, yeah. out of education for the children of our soldiers and veterans. The wall, which ultimately is coming right out of your pocket, the wall so that blows over Mexico, in a
1: stiff but, but, wind, which
0: is a great metaphor for the wall. So good. Uh, but so is is he doing anything to protect us? No, you get this bullshit wall. What about tax benefits for the lower class? No, those are all going to the one percent. We'll give you something temporary, yeah, but right. they get the permanent uh, on, tax on cuts. Tax thing, I and see. healthcare. What is what has he done for you on healthcare? Aside from try and take it away from you. And this is what the DNC has to do, is point out, pull, be fucking Toto, and pull the curtain and show that the man behind it is neither great nor powerful, and if I can use an HBO reference, he
2: should go to Oz. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you look at the tax thing, I want to change my taxes back over. Federal tax, you cannot claim one anymore if you're single. Can't do it. And you also... You, know, you can do it on state, but you can't do it um, um, the with level. the federal. So, you, so that automatically, you're already, because to, you took that away. And people used to be able to get a little bit more back by claiming one. Now you have to claim, you can't claim anything if you're single. So that's already, the, the tax things are changing. And also, I, I look at, when you're, you're talking about the blue-collar worker, it makes you think of, how the planters used to get the people to come to their side. Why is it that the poor continue to want to carry the pail for the rich? The main person who fucked you in the first place. Why are you still buying into the narrative that this guy's going to throw you a bone? He's not. He's made sure that your kid can't go to college by jacking up the prices. These corporations and everybody are jacking up the prices of college. Everything of value keeps going up from your medical. is still going up through the roof. I mean, uh, even as you get like we just got a a raise but why are you giving me a raise when the guy who the apartment i'm staying in he just also raised his rent so that raise just got taken you know he he went up 150 on my rent and i just got 150 and extra and you just took it you know it's not working out and they need to understand quick buying into if the dnc like you're saying they're going to have to sell them in the era you can't because fear and Trump is still selling fear, which is like fear that was sold in the 40s and 50s. They're coming to take your job. They're coming to this and you're bought into the whole trickle down. And ooh, he's going to come in and wave wave a magic wand and save us. No, he's not. He is going to fuck you. And then the whole thing with the media. Ooh, look at the media. They're attacking you. The media is a lie. Oh, we should only watch Fox. Is that what you're saying? We should only watch Fox.
0: Well, with with the results of some of their polls on the whole impeachment thing, they might even be out of the uh, out of the good yeah, list. Yeah, I think soon.
2: Fox
1: is going down pretty hard. And I, you know, and I think that the whole Republican armature is starting to collapse. I mean. It's ridiculous to say this the day after they just Well,
0: but that's, that's won a the thing, th- though. Well, because they, they still haven't won yeah. officially. You know, it's it's basically, it's like, you know, the end of the football game when there's, you know, yeah. minute 30 They've left on the clock. And thought. yeah, we're just going to like, do some fake plays. But that, that brings up the issue of, okay, so what has this impeachment been good for? And ultimately, and this is, you know, tying into the whole idea of democratic messaging is that this was supposed to be the Toto. This was supposed to be, Hey, America, you are getting gaslighted just so you know, yeah, it, it's happening. And here's all the proof. And here's all the people not right. letting you see it. And just so you know, you're not crazy. This and is that this is what it is. I think
1: that it's a it's going to be a profound effect on on the voting population. I mean, you know, America was watching. Seventy five percent of Americans I mean, wanted witnesses and documents, and they see, were denied that. Did and, you see
2: Jake Tapper? No. Jake Tapper with Wolf. I mean, Jake just said he just came out and said he's lying. Yeah, he's just flat out. I mean, because the, the reporters are like, I can't, I can't give these special words anymore. I can't say I'm going to tell you what it is. You're lying, man, and you need to. The American public needs to know. We got you. We yeah. got yeah. everything. We laid it out for you. And who, who was the guy that there they, that uh, he's retiring? He's a Republican, and he came oh Lamar out. Alexander, yeah, from he Tennessee. Just came, he just came out and said, okay, yeah, we know he did it.
1: Yeah, and we don't care.
2: But you said. It's inappropriate, but not enough to get rid of him. Okay, so I'm a, I'm gonna give you one, but I'm gonna take two. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So yeah, here I'll give you this. Happy one. Black History Month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And well, then he rolls out. Go ahead. It, just,
1: yeah, I mean it's just basically their defense, the their line of defense has just moved gradually up until yeah. yesterday where it was like, No, he didn't do it. Okay, he did it, but he didn't do it the way you thought he did it. You know, okay, okay he, yeah. he did it, but we don't have any of the receipt. Okay, we have the okay, he did it and we don't care. Yeah, we, yeah, we haven't
3: even we haven't even talked about the Alan Dershowitz argument. That- which, oh. Yes,
1: which is terrifying. Uh,
3: that is uh Oh, he, if he
1: thought it was good for the country, then it's fine. Or if he thought
3: it was good for... He thought it was good for his election chances and it's in the public interest for him to be the leader. But
2: Nicholas Bowie, who he got that from, Nicholas Bowie was interviewed on CNN and he lit his... He said, dude, that is ludicrous. Where the hell did you get... This is the guy who Alan Dershowitz claims that he was, you know, quoting. I I, I have a friend from uh, college.
0: Hey, Jim, when you were at Mizzou... Yes, uh, yes. No, uh, but Boone Steagle who uh, one of of his uh, frequent responses to jokes that i post on facebook you know when i say something he's like dude don't give him any ideas and i have been thinking this for the past year at least that when is trump just going to say well it's what's best for the country because i am the only you know he's already called himself the chosen one he has these fucking evangelicals you know laying hands on him and (laughs)
2: That he's more important than Jesus. It's, Germany
3: is Hitler. Hitler is Germany. It's the same. It's the, the same, same thinking, thing. You know? Palpatine, I am he the is, Senate. Yeah, he is but, America. But I mean, Trump, it, is American, Trump is America, and an attack on Trump is an attack on America. Yeah, right. So
2: when Nicholas Bui um, came on CNN and laid it all out, I mean, this dude broke it down. The word inappropriate. He said I mean, he broke down everything. and He told. He said. And Dershowitz, I mean, these are Harvard people. Mm-hmm. He can't go back. They don't want nothing. He hit. They have stated he who, is who a stain. Who called him Professor Underpants? Oh, was it Tubin? It could have been Tubin because Tubin battled him on CNN, and Tubin says, "Where the He says, "Where are you getting this shit?" He yeah. said, "You cannot. You are a stain on Harvard now." Oh, they uh, want nothing Harvard to do with constitutional law. You threw, and you know what? Because Trump oh, promised order? him, Please. Trump promised him he will save him from the Epstein shit. Because it's coming. That's what I'm talking about. That that floodgate's going to come open, and when it does, these dudes are going down. You know, and I I if, hate I hate yeah. to
0: be a pessimist. No, I don't. I love it. It's what I do. But when when that's going to come out is November fifth, two days after he has either been elected or called
1: off
2: decided the election. to you know well, yeah negate the results of the election that he lost but the state of the union hasn't happened yet and before that's the state of you're right before the state of the union i guarantee you uh schumer is so pissed he wants his ass and he's going to do whatever he can to stain him well Trump's that's not getting you know, away with the it they're going to get him they're, bill uh,
0: maher last night was talking about how the democrats need to play dirty like you know the, the republicans common. do i i sort of disagree but it's one of those things that you know really Revenge fantasies. Love to see it. Yeah. Uh, you sound and like Como the things, now.
2: You sound like Como. <laughs> hey, hey, you know,
0: I, I'm just saying. But uh, one of the things was, you know, Republicans have already, you know, set the precedent for uh, who was it, Joe Wilson, who screamed, you lie during yes, Obama's. Yes, yes. He's Sally. like, they've already done that. So since they've opened the floodgates on that, Democrats should hackle Trump during this State of the Union. And I, I, I honestly, it's poor form. I. I would hate to see it in terms of how much the decorum that we hope for used to expect out of Washington, D.C. is already deteriorated. But I would fucking love to see it because Trump would or be booing. every idiot open micer who has shitty material and gets really flustered and the flop sweat yeah. you want to see him have another stroke like he did when he was one of his at his uh adulation rally in new jersey last week Yeah, you know, he had his uh, little mini stroke when he was talking about the criminal. nicole's look look you know and well, we- i think more more of that i think so let's yeah. let's it's a fun game it's like bobby van uh Make me laugh. Sorry, there's except, my watch going off. <laughs> that's okay. At least you turned your phone off. uh But it's like, you know, the old uh, game show with Bobby Van, make me laugh. It's like, let's see in 30 seconds, which Democrat can get the president to completely lose his shit during the State I, of the I Union? I
3: think. <clears throat> Sorry. You oh all right, God, Jim. What do you got? You got
1: something?
3: Yeah, I got that. Look, I was only in China for 48 hours. <laughs> Um, the important thing so I think you're right. What they should do is try to get as much dirt to come out within an hour or two of the State of the Union. Also, it's it's time to now convert to like the way they do it in England and anywhere there's parliaments where they're fucking rude to each other. Oh god, yeah. So fucking you know, be there for this speech, turn your back on him. Yeah, jeer, totally. whistle. Pound on the table, laugh at his serious moments. Right, you know, fluster him. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, Borrow any move from Animal House. (laughs) Oh yeah, you know.
0: Uh, (laughs) I will not stand here. Kill his horse. Country badman. Yeah. Wait, Melania?
3: Um, <laughs> um, oh, horse! Yes, yes, yeah. H-O-R. Yes, um, you know, different. do do everything to fluster him. Absolutely. Uh, why not, man? The gloves are off. There's no reason to. Uh, reach across the aisle to these fuckers. Well, nope. they're, we'll, we'll,
2: they're just trash. Yeah, it's
3: done. They're garbage. Yeah. Will
2: Pelosi be sitting behind him again? Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's gonna oh, good. Be She's going to get him the stink
0: powder. eye. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck the, the mean stink eye. Yeah. Drop a fucking stink bomb down the back of his fat collar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hit, him, hit him with some itching powder. I mean, yeah. let's go full on juvenile Brady Whisper, Bunch. They want to yeah. play Whisper these games. short
1: <laughs> sheet is bad. Whisper <laughs> something as you shake his hand, you know? Yeah.
0: Little things. Um, so we we have a few minutes left. And, and we haven't
1: even talked about the most important thing. What is which that? is Harvey Weinstein's vagina.
0: Oh. Oh. Well, it's, you know what's funny? Well, go on, because I was going to talk about Israel, but... <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, Let's no, take because a poll. I've, I've, <laughs> that's what he said. Uh, I, I haven't read the stories, but I saw the headlines. Yeah. And when... I, I used to work with Mark Ebner, uh-huh. who who, you yes, know, who I uh, know, and I read his engineering thing his night. podcast, uh the yeah. the gray zone with Mark Ebner. And one of one of the funniest things I have ever heard at work, which is why I love working with podcasters, uh, was Harvey Weinstein has no, no dick. dick. And uh, who was someone told him that at a New Year's party? It was
1: yeah. So, but the New York Times, the woman who's testifying in the rape case, said that he has no testicles and that what appears to be a vagina. Wow, his junk is fucked. And I'm so so me and my boyfriend are sitting around last night. I'm like, I'm trying to figure this out. And I'm like, is it that like he's one of those fat men with like the pubic pad and it's so, and his dick is so small and the fat around it is so much that maybe it's just sort of absorbed his tiny dick and made it look like a clitoris? I mean, I'm trying to figure this out. How is it possible that this big fucking Hollywood rapist
2: has yeah, no dick? And it's, and it's
3: interesting too, because... Epstein had a similar and a different issue. I believe he was very, very well, he small. He had issues, all right. Very small. Yeah. Yeah. I don't.
0: You know, maybe uh, you've you've seen Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Maybe yeah. Harvey Weinstein is the embodiment of Ronnie Z-man Barzel.
1: I don't know. I, Wonder I, Woman. I, 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 I like <laughs>
0: kids fun movie to watch yeah. if you haven't seen it written by noted film critic roger ebert uh oh. yeah you didn't know I did no, I yeah know ebert wrote the With screenplay russ, for beyond uh, the valley russ, of the dolls russ, russ myers, uh, russ myers uh, produced yeah. and directed
1: i saw that in high school actually yeah and it was the it was first so time i saw it. it's still
0: yeah. uh one of one of my uh, friends in college what is it about uh it's about an hour and a half hey no uh no it is basically you know an exploitation film about this girl group uh you know, rock and roll band that comes to la and gets caught up in the lifestyle and oh man i mean it is i it's one of those things that you watch and it's like this this is parody right you know it's like this isn't like a real black exploitation film this is black dynamite right no oh no you know but it's it's yeah. like exploitation or whatever they call them but it is it is a cinematic delight uh of awfulness yeah but damn entertaining so you yeah, know you got that
3: but, but by the way since we talk about weinstein there's been this report that is what amazes me is that no one has talked about it like
0: on social media
3: hmm. E. Jean Carroll. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
1: So she got the DNA out of her dress.
0: Yeah. My. What do you mean? No one's talking about it. I my, the joke that I posted. Uh, was, yeah, but I
3: haven't seen. I haven't seen like a ton of posts. When when this is like okay. It was so a pretty good joke. You have a. I'm well. Get to your. Do you want to tell the he, joke? He well, let, it's let, that,
0: let you know Trump his... said he would release his DNA, but it's currently under audit by the CDC. Sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. there
3: yeah. we go. So here you have a president once again facing impeachment or having been impeached in this case in a trial, and at the same time that president's DNA, in this case it's it's supposed we don't have evidence, right. but still uh, trapped in, uh, you know on a dress that's in, been hanging
1: in, in the back of a closet for thirty years. Yes, I mean, it's and, amazing. And,
3: and on the one hand, you know I, I think Erica can. You should be our expert on this in terms mm-hmm. of like how you know when you spend a lot of money on something like a, uh, on clothes, you tend to hold on to it even if you don't end up wearing it, you know, right? And in her case, she's got a good reason not to wear it because it's associated with a oh, this horrific is my rib event, dress. yes. Yeah. So it's in the back of her closet, she never had it clean, she never sent it out, whatever. I think that's entirely plausible. Although, who knows, you know? Well, I mean,
1: I don't know if you read that long New York Times piece interview with her about all of that, but she talked about saving the dress and mm-hmm. how she just, over the years, I mean, she put it back in the back of the closet where she couldn't see it, and she thought over the years of getting rid of it, but it, it, it was like, a, it pegged something for her, and I can totally understand that. Uh, yeah,
3: I think it's very That you believable. would either,
1: like, save the garment or burn the garment, you know? It, but it,
3: it blew
0: my mind when I Save the, the garment, s- burn the president. Right.
3: It blew my mind when I saw the headline that she wants his DNA. Like, why would you want his DNA? You know, right. well, my it, God. Hopefully, you're not trying to make more of him. Uh,
0: but insert you know. it into Harvey Weinstein's vagina and see yeah. what happens. Yeah. I guess
1: <laughs> oh, he's never going to give it, give up his DNA. I don't think.
0: Well, no, no, but, you know, uh, but it around just the same time to... as the taxes. But you know what you, know, you do? It's, you, 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 you. do it like any detective TV show. You wait until he throws like a, a diet Coke can you, or a, a KFC chicken bone
3: yeah, or an what, umbrella. What you do it to stay the union. You know, you give him that glass of water. He uses two hands. Then somebody takes that, it away. Boom. <laughs>
1: yeah. To the
3: lab. That's bam.
0: that. All right. Nancy Pelosi, we are, are going to tweet this. This we is from Jim Crowflin. Get a police evidence bag. By the end of, of the, bag, yeah.
3: the, end end of the end impeachment, of the we've sequenced yeah. the DNA. Here we see. You know. I mean, there's
1: so much stuff out there that is has the other shoe has not dropped. I mean, you know, in the Southern District of New York there's multiple cases, the
0: You're
2: financial
1: kidding. stuff, the tax stuff. But it's can it Giuliani, be
2: done? It's it's I mean
0: But it, it, can anything be done in time to save the country? This no, is one of the things no, I was thinking no. about with Michael Bolton. Uh, Michael Bolton, John Bolton.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's You know, it's, yeah. if,
0: if Michael Bolton is the more palatable one, yeah. <laughs> what kind of world are we living in? But, uh, with, with John Bolton, uh, you guys, uh, has everyone seen the musical hair? Yeah. You know, the, the, it ends like the hippie takes the place of the, the guy who's getting drafted. So the right. draftee can go have fun and party. And then the hippie winds up getting sent to Nam and dead. Yeah. Uh, and i was i was thinking about that in relation to bolton because you know he's now saying well i wanted to testify it's like dude you fucking should have done it when you had the time when you were asked by the house but you wanted to play your silly little insolent you know partisan games of oh i'm not going to participate and hey congratulations it's all about book sales it really i
1: mean you know Soulless fucking monsters! These people—they yeah. don't have conscience. They don't have character, and you know. And it's Lucy with the football. We keep expecting like this time it'll be different. There will be four Republicans who will vote for documents and witnesses. You know, yeah. no.
2: Markey's going to
0: suffer. Oh Jesus! I mean, she's going to suffer. Alaska she's going is giving like I know <coughs> Russia is taking over our country. You yeah, know, through the government through the Northern But they're going to—they're just going to give them a lot. Collins, Lisa Murkowski is going to be like, well, I, you know, I had a moment of conscience and I, I just figure where I could see them from my porch. So yeah. we're going to we're going to just it, give the land a.
2: Now, Collins, they've already interviewed people in her. <laughs> State and they said they're not voting for her.
0: No, she's toast. Yeah, yeah she. Honest. I think she voted for witnesses solely because she thinks it was a, that such it's, a gutless. It's move. her way to suck up. She knew it was going to fail. She did it so. because she
1: knew it was going to fail, and it was that's the only reason she yep. was trying to get on the you know on the good side of her voters, and you know it's she's done. She's yeah, done. Well, no,
0: uh, nobody buys
2: it. Her voters already stated they interviewed them in like a not like a little town hall, and one woman said. I will not vote for her again. She really let me down. She knew what was going on, and she didn't stand up. And she said, and it's too late. She should have came out way before, you know, and Murkowski and uh, any of them. I mean, there's a lot of Republicans that are up for yeah. Well, and, and they're it's, not going to get elected. Just, and, you know, Lindsey Graham's asses, they're going to get yeah, him down. Yeah, want dead. him to go down hard. Yeah. All oh. these people who have changed and flip-flopped and yeah. back and forth, they're done. Yeah. Yeah. it's Hopefully. amazing it's Hopefully. amazing to me that because because
3: uh, you know if you if you go against the president then your career as a republican is over and we but i feel like we've seen more democrats at least with that one guy with the van joe manchin no because joe manchin actually still voted. he voted um the correct way we'll say um for america yeah for witnesses but but um we had the guy in the house who who not only switched to Republican.
0: Oh, from New Jersey.
3: Yeah, and and then got a rally. You know, Trump repaid him with that. Whereas, you know, if you if you were to stand up to Trump, then yes, your career is over. But Jesus, most of these people haven't been lifelong Congress people. You know, they're, yeah, they're the just standing it long practice. enough to
0: get the pension and yeah. You know.
3: um, but you know, there's going to be life afterwards if you
0: vote against Trump.
3: Or you could be c-
0: actually. I would say it's much more likely that there will still be life afterwards if you vote against Trump.
3: Right. Exactly. If you
0: vote with him, it's I, gonna I'm be a ju- really I- short life.
3: I'm just surprised at the this tiny, tiny level of courage in the entire Republican yeah, Party. I know. I mean, I expected a small percentage, and it's yeah. way
0: smaller. Yeah. Well, on that note, uh do you want to we, we are running short on time, but I do want to talk about the uh the US Israel peace plan and uh. that's PIECE, uh, which uh, was ostensibly supposed to be an Israel-Palestine peace plan, PEACE, but um you know, and and people who listen to the show, the first time you know we mentioned uh, Randy Harkin and Left of yeah. Wrong at the beginning of the show, the first time I was on that show, I was I think Randy like saw me as a total hawk when it came to Israel. Yeah, and I think I think you know I mean because we got along perfectly fine. I think he understood my justification of <coughs> my belief. Um, yes, in that argument. Uh and much like I am pro-America and anti-Trump, I am I am a Zionist uh straight up. Uh but I don't like Bibi Netanyahu, you know. Yeah. it's, it's it, it, mm-hmm. he he is corrupt, you know, and he he was indicted the day he met with Trump uh yeah. this week to announce their peace plan which is ridiculous. Um
3: So you have a president who our president, our great leader who is against corruption? Working with Netanyahu, <laughs> and then you have against health, peace, corruption peace plans. It turns out they're really hard to do. Yeah, and, he went to Jared. Yeah, and uh, you know, in the case, not that it was a peace plan, but the nuclear deal with that Obama's administration pushed for. You know, that was seven countries, including this is the crazy part: but Iran was included in the negotiation uh-huh. wait because a it was a deal with them. Now Wait, you, you, yeah. So
0: you actually, even if it's a, a quote unquote shithole country, you include it in it's the a negotiation. Crazy thing. If it's a crazy directly thing. Directly affected by yeah. it?
3: Yeah. That just and, might work. And uh here you have uh Jared doesn't even meet basically doesn't essentially meet with the Palestinians, comes up with this his plan, and right. then insults them repeatedly in the announcement of the peace plan. Right. I mean that's the only That's way, the
0: republican way. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean the only way that you have a peace That's plan like that way. is by obliterating them and your they're your enemies. So so yes, there was a probably a peace deal with the Germans after World War Two because we Fucking bomb them into submission, and the same with Japan. Other than that, yeah, a peace deal generally involves at least two sides,
0: right? Well, well and again, all. for that's anyone all. who's unclear on my position regarding Israel yeah. versus Palestine, uh, because when I was a guest on Left of Wrong, that was during the, uh, I the whole Gaza incursion, and people were very upset that Israel was blowing up you know, Palestinian homes in retaliation for them firing rockets in Israel. And my point then, as it is now, is that when someone is throwing rocks at your house, no matter how many times they miss, it is in your best interest to stop them from throwing rocks. Um, Well, we'll leave that part just because that's a whole other argument and we're almost out of time. But I think, you know, I have amended my idea for a Palestinian-Israeli peace plan, which is basically because if you look at the story and it's it's definitely not the same, but it's very similar to what happened to the Native Americans when they went from being indigenous people to being Native Americans, is that ultimately— because the government realized that we had spent years fucking them over, we gave them the majority of the casinos. So that is my idea is, you know, we, the, you do the tough work. Leave that to someone much smarter than me about figuring out what land goes where. But when the Palestinian state is established, you let them have casinos. Now, if you if you want to punish them, if you still want to punish the Palestinians, then you give them casinos, but you make them agree to let Donald Trump run their casinos. Uh huh. I think it's fair. That's
3: all good. right. All right. End
1: of the, end my, of the casinos. My my final
0: modest proposal for the day. Nice. Um. So I think uh, it's been a fun time. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I think we we got a lot of uh, talking done. I'm I'm afraid to say our hour is up, but we can schedule another hour for next week. Okay, I think we I think we uh, we made some breakthroughs. Sure, sure. Um, We've really
1: solved a lot of problems here today. (laughs) (laughs) I hope all 12 of our listeners will take this advice and run with it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When did we get
3: to 12? When did we
0: get to 12? uh, uh, So here's the thing. You 12 people tell 12 people, Uh and they'll tell 12 people, and Uh, so on, and so on, and so on, and so on. And with that. Uh I do want to thank uh everybody. It's it's actually more than 12. I was looking at the numbers oh, last yeah? week. Oh yeah. We oh. are we're like well into the triple digits.
1: Woo. Yeah. All we, right. You know, and we love every one of you.
0: Yeah. We do. And and truly spread the word. Um if if you know, yeah. if you like it Tell everyone you know. If you don't, keep it to yourself. We don't mind. We will be back next week. Hopefully, you will, too. I want to thank you, the listener, of course, but I want to thank our panelists uh, for being here, you know, I mean, in one way or another, since the beginning. You guys
1: keep started on, it keep off, it
0: and uh, I, I love when we get together like this. That's so fun. Yeah. yeah. Let's keep doing it. And uh, thank you guys individually. Erica Schickle, thank you so much. Thank you. Should you so desire. Where can people find you online or in Go
1: person? Go to com, E-R-I-K-A-S-C-H-I-C-K-E-L. Or Twitter, I'm Schickety. Instagram, same thing. Yeah. Awesome. Love to see you.
0: Love to see you, too. So thank you for coming in. Mr. Jim Coughlin, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Should you so desire, where can people find you online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months?
3: Well, yeah, uh, uh, JimCoughlin.com. You can go there. You Can uh, can you hey, buy anything I, when you go there? You can purchase my, my comedy album, Woo-hoo, which I just released yesterday. Uh, it is called A Little Off the Top of My Head, and... Uh, this guy named Dr. David Robinson uh, Uh, edited
0: partisan hack
3: yeah (laughs) nice and then at the bottom of it you could you could find my Twitter and uh, Facebook kind of and that's it
0: there you go so JimCoughlin.com Thank yes. you so much for being here. Mr. Time and Ship, always a pleasure. Yes, yes. Should yes. you so desire. Where can people find you online or in person
2: in the coming days, weeks, and months? Uh, you can find me at Time and Ship at Instagram, Time and Ship at Facebook, Time and Ship at Twitter. And you can get my CD uh, on Amazon, Universal Brother, as well as my book, My East St. Louis, on, um, uh, also on Amazon.com.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you very much for being here. I am Dr. David Robinson. I am on the socials on Facebook, Dr. David Robinson. Go figure that. On Twitter, I am... At Stand Up Fall Down. And if you've made it this far, either into the history of the show or just this episode, you probably already know that we are on the socials. On Facebook, we are let's be treasonable, all spelled out. And on the Twitter, we are at L E T S B T R E A S O N A B L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you. We've already done it twice. Third time's a charm. want to thank you for listening. Tell everyone you know if you like it. If you didn't, keep it to yourself. We don't mind. We will see you next week. Until then,
1: goodbye. Bye.